Welcome to Central Coast Chat, the podcast all about what's happening in the Monterey County area. I'm your host, Angelica Cabral, a reporter and podcaster with the Salinas Californian, part of the USA Today slash Gannett Network. With the recent mass shootings still on our minds locally and nationwide, we brought on a guest to discuss the tragedies. Rudy Espinoza is a volunteer with Moms Demand Action, a grassroots movement of Americans fighting for public safety measures that can protect people from gun violence. Rudy discusses how everyday people can get involved in the cause. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Rudy Espinosa Murray, volunteer with Moms Demand Action in California. And how long have you been with the group? I've been with Moms Demand Action for three years now. And can you tell me a bit about how you got started with them and your involvement? Yes, uh, my involvement with gun violence prevention uh, dates back to, actually I can think about the exact moment. It's it's almost uh, uh, like when everyone remembers if they were around in 9-11, like where they were. Uh, it's the same thing for me and for a lot of us in the gun violence prevention movement. Uh, it was after the Pulse shooting in Orlando, Florida. Uh, I was in Orlando that weekend uh, because I was leading uh, a team of middle school students and there was a competition that that weekend. And my friends and I were headed to Pulse that night. And it was because uh, one of our friends fell asleep that we didn't go. Uh, and then finding out that almost 50 people uh, were killed because of a shooter coming in into the club, uh, that for me was so close to home. I mean, I, I could have been there. That could have been me. Uh, and that's when I knew that I had something. I needed to do something about it. Later on, knowing that my my cousin, Alex Navarro, who's a leader in the movement and uh, is in California when I moved to California. She said, yo, cuz, you have to join moms. And I always thought it was odd because it's like, it's moms, right? I'm not a mom. And she's like, it's not just for moms. It's for everyone who cares about doing something in gun violence and, and changing the situation in the U.S. And, and that's how I got involved. And just for people who may not be familiar, can you tell us a little bit about Moms Demand Action and what they do? Uh, Moms Demand Action is a nationwide organization um, that focuses on gun safety and getting common sense gun laws passed uh, across the country. So it's an organization that that respects the Second Amendment, uh, but also knows that there's a need for us to uh, take action and decrease gun violence uh, while respecting the Second Amendment. So the organization is is made up of people like that are gun owners that are for are from both rural and urban areas uh, of, of all colors. Um, and uh, it's a very diverse organization um, that really seeks to put an end to gun violence in the United States. And so I wanted to talk about some of the recent tragedies that have happened just within the past week. We've had two mass shootings that have garnered nationwide attention. How is your organization responding? And just take me through the process of learning about these mass shootings? Yeah, our, our organization is very much involved uh, in everyday gun violence, right? So us seeing these two mass shootings, uh, they're just another set of, of gun deaths that we're seeing in the country. So a lot of people, because they don't see it in the news, don't realize that we have about 100 people dying every single day uh, because of guns. Um, so the way we're responding to the, the, the specific mass shootings is we're demanding our federal government 
uh, to pass background checks and other common sense gun reform uh, measures, which the majority of Americans support. And, and that's universal background checks, uh, red flag laws. And a lot of people don't know what a red flag law is, but that basically says that um, if you know someone that might be unstable and they have a gun where they can hurt themselves or others, that you could report it and that a judge or a court can order for that gun to be removed temporarily until that person becomes stable. Uh, so when we hear about mass shootings, a lot of times family members and friends will comment at, that they noticed something was off, that something was wrong. And if they had known that they could take some kind of action, they would have. So we could, we could say that many of the mass shootings are preventable, or maybe many, sorry, not just the mass shootings, but shootings in general are preventable if they had resources uh, for those guns to be removed temporarily until those folks are considered stable. And I wanted to backtrack a little bit and talk maybe about some of your efforts overall during the pandemic. Um, the news is reporting that we did see a decrease in mass shootings throughout the pandemic. I don't know if you've noticed that, but regardless of that, you do deal with everyday shootings. So can you talk about your efforts during the pandemic? Yeah, that, that's a good question. So even though uh, you might say there's a decrease in mass shootings, uh, there isn't a decrease in deaths overall. Specifically in California, we've seen a huge increase, a dramatic increase of, of 46% in gun homicides. So if we just compare the last three months of 2020, so we're talking about October, November, December 2020 versus October, December, sorry, October, November, December of 2019, we saw a 69% increase uh, in shootings. So the problem is real and the problem is growing. And I'm giving you just stats in California. Um, so my commitment and our commitment to gun violence prevention, it hasn't stopped during the pandemic. Uh, we just had to transform on how we do the work because we couldn't do things in person, right? So we had to go go virtual. Um, you know, the, the California Demo Moms Demand Action is a coalition of gun violence prevention organizations. And we've been fighting for increased funding uh, there is a grant, a state grant program called uh, the California Violence Intervention and Prevention Program, which you'll also hear it as CalVIP. And what that does is that funds community organizations that are taking evidence-based approaches to reducing gun violence. Um, and those programs are extremely underfunded. Uh, in the past, uh, these organizations across the state have been limited to how much they can uh, request to do the work but also the number of organizations getting funds from the state has been really limited. Um, so this year we're requesting that the California state government uh, um, allocate $114 million in funding. Um, and this is a number that was determined um, based on the need of the number of organizations requesting funds and the amount of funds that they need to be able to carry out the important work. We saw a decrease in funding and with that decrease in funding, we saw an increase in gun homicides. When the organizations were better funded, um, we saw uh, homicide rates drop to the lowest they've ever been in the 1970s, right? So what, what this says is that this works uh, and that money to these community organizations to do the work is one of the major things that they need uh, to carry out 
you know, the, the effort to reduce gun, gun homicides in California. So you just talked about, um, you know, getting this funding, but are there any other efforts or actions you have planned in the future with the California chapter or maybe even nationwide? Yeah, we do a lot of work across the board. So there are teams uh, in California that do work at the federal level, for example. Um, that's some of the work that I'm working on specifically uh, is is moving our volunteers uh, to get their, their uh, representatives uh, in Congress to act. Um, so we recently saw the passing of the House Bill um, HR 8 and also 1446. And these are important because one is about universal background checks and the other one is about the Charleston loophole um, and uh, eliminating the Charleston loophole. Uh, I don't know if you want to go into that a little bit, what that is, but uh, pushing for, for these changes. And now that they've passed in the House, now we got to make sure they pass in the Senate, right? Uh, and that's the work that we're doing. We're running a campaign to get uh, our, our folks in the Senate to vote for these bills. We have not seen significant federal legislation in 25 years. 25 years, we have not seen significant legislation. We're at the brink of seeing significant change. The country is there. Uh, it's just making sure that Congress is there with us. Yeah, could you briefly talk about, for those who may not know, what the Charleston loophole is? Yeah, um, so basically, when someone goes to buy a gun, um, they are required to get a background check. And that background check uh, usually comes back pretty quickly if there are no issues um, and people are able to buy a gun. Um, but what happens is there, there's a loophole around that. So if someone has uh, something funky, let's say, in their record, uh, it won't come back saying it's cleared, right? But what the law says that if a person doesn't get an immediate response uh, from their background check after three days, they're allowed to purchase a gun. Uh, it's at the discretion of the gun seller, but usually the gun seller you know, wants to make their money. Um, and what that sale is called is called a default proceed sale which means like, okay, uh, we didn't get any information back from the FBI in the past three days, so I'm going to sell you the gun. Uh, there was a tragedy that occurred because of this loophole. I don't know if you've uh, heard of the Charleston shooting or the, the uh, Emmanuel um, uh, Church uh, back in 2015, where so, uh, uh, someone bought a gun and because of the Charleston loophole, they got a default proceed sale and they used that gun to murder people while they were in Bible study. Nine people were in Bible study and were killed. Now, what does that say? If that loophole did not exist, those people would be here today because that person had a criminal record which would have kept them from getting that gun. So when we talk about gun legislation, they're really common sense legislation. I don't know anyone that does not agree that if someone has a criminal record, they should not have a gun. I, I, I've never met anyone. I, I think at, at, at this point, the approval ratings are about like 90% of folks agree that if you have a criminal record, you should not be able to buy a gun. And, and that's where we're at. That's what uh, HR 1446 is. Uh, so hopefully it'll pass in the Senate. So lastly, how can someone get involved with your organization? 
Yeah, um, I, I'll tell you that there's so many different things that we can do uh, in the gun violence prevention movement. Uh, and Moms Demand Action um, is really, uh, it really has an approach that allows folks with whether they have a lot of time or very little time, however much they want to get involved or just, you know, or how small actions they can take, everything from helping to sign petitions to writing letters uh, to their representatives uh, to training families on uh, gun safety. Uh, there's so many things they can do. And it, it's really something simple, and this is how I got started. All you have to do is text the word READY to 64433 and you'll receive messages that'll guide you on the steps that you need to take uh, to get into the organization. Um, we have a wonderful uh, welcoming system where you're going to meet a person who's gonna help guide and help you navigate through the organization so that you can find a place. There's a place for everyone. As I mentioned, there's different kinds of work. There's legislative work, there's uh, community outreach work, working with our partner organizations. As I mentioned earlier, we have a broad coalition of gun violence prevention organizations you could help, you know, manage those relationships, or you could be teaching parents on on this on gun safety, right, to keep their children safe. So th there's a, a huge breadth of work that that you can do, and I and really I invite everyone, especially if you are angry and discouraged and just tired of hearing people dying needlessly uh, because of guns, that just take the step, text ready to 64433 and learn what are the possibilities uh, that you can do, right, to, to make a difference in this country. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. New episodes of our podcast go live on our website every Friday at 4 p.m. And you can also listen to us on iTunes. Just search Central Coast Chat. For more of our coverage, check out our website, www.thecalifornian.com. And follow us on Twitter at Sal News.